Day one of Jacksonville Jaguars training camp. I'll tell you what I saw, what I didn't see. Just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. You are Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, good people? Thank you for joining me here. Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, where it's your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder that our YouTube page called Locked On Jaguars is there for you to subscribe to for free. Just make sure you hit that like button and the bell for notifications for when we drop an episode. And wherever you get your audio podcast, make sure you tap in every single day to make sure you don't miss an episode because... Well, we just don't want you to miss one. They're just that good. Hopefully you think so, too. Today's show is sponsored by Locked On. The, today's Locked On Jaguars is brought to you by eBay Motors. The championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit. eBayMotors.com. Let's rock eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items, exclusions do apply. And a quick shout out to all my everydayers. That's right. The people that follow the podcast every single day, you are the why for us. And if you're not an everyday, you can be one. All you have to do is come back every day. All right, man, it's day one of Jacksonville Jaguars training camp. An exciting time. Always is. This year was uh, uh very very exciting and a little bit exciting because uh there's a lot of newness to what's going on and we'll discuss and talk about all of those things today so a quick run around i'm gonna give you the thoughts from training camp players that look physically different and you're gonna trip out from the guys that i tell you that they look really really to be in real good shape and things to look forward to as training camp moves on before i get you all excited about this and then the game start and then you guys tell me well, a week and a half into preseason games that you're ready for the regular season. So we, I'm, I'm going to give you all some advice on how to handle that. It's called not rushing days. Like for I grew up always thinking I got to get to the weekend. I can't wait to Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Well, the older you get, you enjoy those Mondays and Tuesdays because, you know, time is the one thing that's going away. Right. Everybody's losing time. So I don't rush days anymore. I get to Friday when Friday gets to me. I'm going to enjoy this Monday, this Tuesday, this Wednesday. And I'm not rushing anything. So we kind of got to take that same approach a little bit with the NFL season because if you rush to get to the regular season, guess what? That regular season is going to start dying down to the point where you ain't got nothing else to talk about because at some point the season will end. So just a little bit of Wiggs friendly touch there to let you know, just take your time, embrace it, and enjoy it, and just be happy that everything has returned. There's something else that happened today that I got to tell you all about. I met a I met a, a guy and his son, and um, I was walking out, and the dude just said something to me, and and I said, "Wow, hey man, how you doing?" or whatever, and it just made me feel really good. It's my man Rico, okay, on on, on social media on X or Twitter, whatever you call it. It's at Lex underscore Lou Goat, L E X underscore L U G O A T. Um. 
he tweeted me and I took a picture with his son. He said, just made my son dreams come true. DMV to Duval. So anybody that listens to this podcast, I'm, I'm going to get to training camp, but this is a part of it. Anybody that listens to this podcast understands that there's connection between me and the DMV. My mom lived there uh, from the time I was six months old. I went back and forth my whole life. All right. So I have two homes, but I claim Jacksonville. And even when I was in the military, I stayed in D.C. for three years after I got out of the military. And then finally, I came back home when they got the football team. Been here since. All my kids are born here except my oldest. And this this guy stopped me today. And when we talk about our why, that's why I'm telling this story. And that's what I'm telling you what training camp does. He stopped me today and he had just gotten uh, some stuff signed, I think, by Trevor Lawrence. And he said, dude, you made my son's day. You're my favorite. He said, and I always ask people what their name is. And when he told me his name, I said, he said, I'm here for the week and I'm from DMV. And I said, really? You live here? I mean, you. He said, no, I live there. I said, you from here? He said, nope. I said, well, I grew up a Washington fan. He said, I was never a Washington fan. I've always been a Jaguar fan. And I'm going to ask my son. He said, son, what did you tell me earlier when you saw him on the field? He said, that's my favorite reporter. And I was like, really? He said, he said son, what do we do every day? He says, when we wake up in the morning, we look at Locked On Jaguars. Hot, dang it, I, I, I wanted to cry. I, I almost cried. So if you go on my YouTube page, I am going to actually retweet the picture of me and that young man. And it just really, really, really makes you feel good when people pay attention like that. And he's an everyday from out of town. They're here for the week. I think it's the little man's birthday. And they're here for the week. He just poked me. I saw he said, I was so down to earth and showed my son love like a stand-up guy. And I told myself in the car, in fact, I was talking to comedian Nye Ross. We were in my car leaving. And I said, I'm going to talk about that dude on my podcast today. And I'm going to talk about his son. And I'm going to retweet that picture. And, man, they think I made their day. They actually made mine. So, uh, and, and by the way, they made my day after I had a brief conversation, a congratulatory uh, conversation to Shah Khan. We and like we're buddies. The picture may show that if you see it on social media. But I just told him this is a great day and I love, you know, what I see. And congratulations. You did a good job. He said, thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it. He says it, you know, basically in a nutshell, you could see his enthusiasm. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about was how he must feel very, very proud. He must feel like it's finally come full circle that he has really arrived as an owner in this league. That's not just a guy whose valuation of his franchise is going up. But today, on one of the most beautiful days, it wasn't extremely hot. It was hot enough, but it wasn't 95 degrees early in the morning. It was 76, I believe, when I pulled up to get my credential. That place the with all of the fans there were so many fans out there but there's so much room it didn't even look overly crowded the way it used to when there was the bleachers those fans would have had those bleachers overloaded it looked like it was about to sink right it was and the fans had cover there was shade um there were fans blowing air the media we never got in the sun unless you want it to be because of the way the practice facility is set up and the time of day, the sun doesn't shine. But Shad was there and he had to understand. You have to understand 
He has a team that has a great quarterback that people expect to win. The fans are happy and they're cool. There's and and they have a, they have their amenities that makes this look like one of the best organizations in football. It had to be a little bit of a surreal moment for him because for me it was a surreal moment. Great, great, great day. Got to see a lot of media friends, a lot of fans. They cheered everything that happened. Now, there were some plays, of course. I'm not going to give you a play-by-play. I'm not going to talk about uh, formations and all of that stuff. But there was uh, a couple of roars on some balls that were thrown and certain people caught those passes. So I'm going to tell you, uh, players that look physically different, it looks like their bodies have changed a little bit. I'm going to also get into things to look forward to as training camp goes on. All of those things are coming up here on the Locked On Jaguars podcast. Make sure you hang out with us and stick together, and we'll get it done here in segment two in just a second. After I tell you about today's sponsor, today's show and episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Man, let me tell you something. BetterHelp is is therapy, licensed therapists, and everyone needs some help every now and then. I have been there. I've been there. Life situations, trying to improve, trying to get over a, a divorce and trying to figure out how to raise my kids. And sometimes you just absolutely need someone that can show you all of the things and give you all of the tools that you need to improve yourself. Whether you're dealing with decisions around your career relationships or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life. Now, I've benefited from it, and I think you can too if you give it a try. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. All right, man, we're rolling right on through here on Locked On Jaguars, talking about training camp. It's a beautiful day. I almost sound like Mr. Rogers saying it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood because it was a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Uh, shout out to my man from my neighborhood, comedian Nard Ross, for hanging out with me too. You're going to see a little bit of him, man. He's with Rich Broke. He's with Lil Duval. You're going to see a little bit of him on the pod this year. And uh, his alter ego, Lil Nut, also. Uh, we got to make sure a little, little Nut might be the dude that's from your neighborhood that you ain't supposed to. Uh, bring uh, around your coworkers, but we're going to see how it works out. But in any event, um, there were some players that caught my eye with the way that they look physically. First of all, I did a show yesterday about Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is different. I was standing with my man, Big Game James. Shout out to James Coleman and Den Sports Media Group. I was standing with Big Game James, man, and we were looking at Calvin Ridley, and we were like watching guys go through these drills. And then he would go through the drills. And he'd just say, see how different that look? I said, yeah. He was telling me how many steps, because James has trained athletes uh, for a number of years. He was telling me how many steps you should take before you get five yards. And that decreases by two when you get to 10. So the first three steps, the first five yards takes three steps. You should be up to the point where the next five yards take two. And I, he says, watch it. And I'll be dang it if I didn't watch it. And that's exactly what Calvin Ridley did. And it looks so smooth and it looks so effortless. He was telling me and K90 Stevens, shout out to K90 Stevens, locked on as well as the Jaguars. We were standing there and it was like, he's different. 
That's what a one alpha looks like. And somebody got on me because I said he's the most talented receiver since Jimmy Smith. And everybody reminded me of Justin Blackman. Well, Justin Blackman was extremely talented physically, but there's another talent. It's called availability, right? Your ability to be around and, and Blackman never got that part of it. So yeah, physically more talented. Calvin Ridley though is, is very, very, is going to be a very good player. I don't want us to either, I don't want us to forget about the guys, the incumbents that were already here last year. Because there's some people that stand out. Christian Kirk has another gear. I, for, I forgot the kid was a track guy in, in high school and was a hell of a punt returner at Texas A&M and one of the fastest guys in the conference. Christian Kirk is going to still be Christian Kirk. Kirk is going to Kirk this year. Evan Ingram looked good catching the ball. Tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby looks different. He gives them an, an entirely different look uh, in their backfield. Tank Bigsby is going to be, you want to talk about peanut butter and jelly? You want to talk about whatever, fire and ice, or however you want to say it. You want to talk about two guys that will complement each other well, him and Travis Etienne. I think Tank Bigsby is going, I ain't going to say take half the carries, but I wouldn't be surprised if if he got at least a third. And in some games, if he was the hot guy, they just go with him. Because I believe he's going to be the one that other teams are not going to want to tackle. Trayvon Walker, you didn't think that that body could change a little bit, huh? And also, shout out to – I'm going to talk about Trayvon in a second. Hey, hey, Mama Walker, I know you're listening. But Trayvon looks like – it looks like what a number one overall pick is supposed to look like. He looks great. Now, I know we got to put it all together. We got to put it all together. Jordan Smith, another one, didn't have on a knee brace. Looked absolutely good at 6'7". The one guy, though, I want to point to is two. I'm going to give Walker a little, uh, a lot. Doug said that Walker a little, obviously, he was working at left tackle. He's going to work some at left guard. And that's because when they get back, that's – the idea, I believe, is that when they get back to get their five best on the field, Walker Little is going to play left tackle and then move to left guard. And then when Cam Robinson's ready, he's going to plug in at left tackle. So you go Cam Robinson, Walker Little, um, Luke Fortner, and then on the other side, Brandon Sheriff and the rookie Anton Harrison. Now, Harrison is big, but he's he, he looks college big. He doesn't look NFL big like Walker Little because Walker Little has been lifting NFL weights for three off seasons now. But you do still see the potential. You see his ability to move around. So, yeah, it's going to be extremely interesting and extremely fun to watch them develop that offensive line. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this guy, though. Zay, Zay Jones. He's still slim from a distance. When you get close, When you get close to Zay Jones, somebody been eating their Wheaties. Somebody's been eating, yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, I sneeze and I hit the mute button. But somebody's been eating their Wheaties. Somebody's been lifting weights and someone has not skipped leg day. Zay Jones is doing exactly what team you want your team's players to do 
when you add talent at their respective positions. He is meeting force with force. It is not going to be a situation where y'all forgot about Zay. Nowadays, everybody want to talk about everything else, but people act like they're forgetting about Zay. I'm telling you, he is going to still be one of the guys that makes a lot of plays for this team is going to be a huge threat. I think they're going to run the ball more. I think the Jaguar, the Jacksonville Jaguars will have one of the most dangerous offenses in the league, and we're going to talk about that as one of the things to look forward to. Shaq Quarterman, another person that everyone's talking about, and I even talk about what well, maybe – Maybe you know, he's going to have an eight, nine, 10 year career, but maybe because they got Ventrell, because they got all of these guys, let me explain something to you. I've known Shaq Quarterman since he was 14 years old. I ain't never seen Shaq Quarterman in the shape that he's in now. Never. Chris Claybrooks, despite all of the things that happened with him last week that I broke, um, with his arrest and the charges, Chris Clay Books was there. The Jaguars say they won't have a further statement. Respectfully, I don't. I take people at their word, and I don't ask questions when they say they won't have a further statement. But Chris Clay Brooks was there doing what Chris Clay Brooks does, practicing on special teams and playing in the secondary, even some um, at that slot position that we all thought he was going to have to compete with. and compete for segment three is coming up here on locked on jaguars we will discuss things to look forward to and i already gave you the analogy of about real life why don't rush it let it come to you we'll talk about it in just a second here on locked on jaguars All right, segment three here on the first day of training camp. Training camp is here, training camp 2023, on one of the most beautiful days of the year. Everybody was there. Everybody was available. Cam Robinson, all the guys were standing on the sideline. I did not – I don't think I saw Cam line up when they with, – with the whole team, but he did do a lot of work on the side. The Jaguars are athletic. They're athletic. They're super quick. Even some of their backups, man, like, you know, I was looking at some of the players that they have at the backup positions, and they have depth. They're going to be one of those teams that come to end of training camp, you're going to have a lot of people just sitting around waiting for to see what falls off the tree. And and they have a lot of guys. Obviously, they have their 53, and then they have, what, 10 more, 10, 12 more guys on the practice squad. I'd say a lot of dudes are going to – um, a lot of guys are going to be picked up by other teams. There are a lot of guys in this training camp that won't make the Jags team that will make other people's team. It also means that for the most part, the Jaguars' entire roster will be made up of people that you see out there in that field. Unless they make a move for somebody that's proven or unless they do something, something else that's a little bit bigger and make some sort of trade or or do something. And I, I saw Trent Balkin today. He looks as happy as he could be. I, I think for the most part, their team is going to be configured 
by with the guys that you see out there, which means the days of the Jacksonville Jaguars going out the week of final cuts and <clears throat> signing. I remember one year it felt like they signed like 15 dudes. I don't know if it was that much. It just felt that way that they were just going out, signing guys, dropping guys, signing guys, dropping guys because they weren't satisfied with who they had. I don't think that's going to be the case this year. I, I doubt if the Jaguars move on anybody. I think their team is going to be configured with people that you actually saw out there on that field today. So some things to look forward to during training camp and during the preseason. Let's not rush the process. Every little thing, since the sun isn't out very much while training camp is open, well, the sun is out, but you won't be affected by it because of the shade. Enjoy it. Suck it all in, man. Don't rush it. Know that there's a process. Know that some at some point uh, and sometimes during the day, the offense is going to look better than the defense. The defense will then make a play, as Tyson Campbell did today. It's going to look like the defense is winning the day. It's iron sharp and iron time. So don't 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 take everything you see that happens good. That's the only thing about watching practice when your team is practicing against itself. When one side looks good, that seems to set this alarm off that the other side is going to look bad all the time. And that's not necessarily a fact or a case of, of what it is at all. Um, I look forward to the day the pads come on. I want to see if there's a separation this year, if there's a separation of physicality. Like if guys that look good without pads, if they still look good with pads on. Shout out to Adam Gosses too, my former neighbor. I saw him. Gosses is slim. Gosses looked like a tight end. I actually asked him. I said, dude, you slim, man. He said, I'm trying, bro. That tells me that he'll play a lot of big end and he wants to be in on passing situations a lot. So watch out for that. Uh, uh, the young kid, Dogby, it's a big boy. It's a big guy. The Jaguars have added a lot of depth and girth on the uh, defensive line. The, the offensive linemen, and I was talking to this about James, and he said that Leon Cersei said this, they're wide, look at them. They, they got a good base of people. And that's when I also noticed that Anton Harrison as a rookie, he's a big kid, but he just looks like a, a big rookie. The old man strength, as we call it, uh, isn't quite there yet. Uh, I think I told James Coleman, uh, he don't look like he got a mortgage yet. That's all. He don't have that mortgage body. And, you know, all of the other guys already have mortgages and responsibilities. Shout out to mortgages because that means you stay home all the time because you better make your house your vacation spot. So that means you eat a little bit too and sit on the couch and you get a little wider. So um, great day. Great day at camp. You guys should be proud. I hope everyone can get out and, and see the team and enjoy the new facility. And I think it gives you a feeling of feeling like, okay, we're cooking with grease now. We're real. We're a real organization. You know, it, it feels good. And it feels good to know that you're no longer just that team that's just trying to figure it out. Today, they look like a, they look like a unit. They look like an organization that kind of does have things figured out a little bit. I think it's going to be interesting to see the battle at running back. It's also, without giving you too much information of what I saw today, it's going to be, how do they work Luke Farrell into that tight end equation? They already have uh, 
obviously Evan Ingram's on a contract to make a lot of money. Caught a pass today and got a big ovation from the crowd. And then we all know they went out in the draft and in the second round, they took Brenton Strange, the tight end, and he's an inline guy. Farrell is Luke Farrell is sort of that that dude that's been here in development. You know what? Show us something. Because teams like Jacksonville that run that same offense that Philly and and Kansas City and Green Bay and the 49ers are similar to it. They have a lot of usage for tight ends, and you might see them keep four. And if they can keep four, especially if you can block and be an H-back and line up in the backfield, then that means you probably have a little bit of a home. So those position groups, ones that we already believe that we know who's going to play, you got guys, and Tom McManus, former Jaguar, made this point. Guys are fighting for their football lives. And that's one thing about it. Everybody out there is dead serious. They know that one out of every three of them is going to get cut. So the iron sharpening iron and guys trying to, the Reyes dude that I pointed out, the former basketball player that's built like a Greek guy. I told Gene Frenette, uh, from, I said, if I was built like that, I would never wear a shirt and I'd probably be at a beach somewhere because dude's like 6'7", like 245 pounds. It just looks like he was put together in a lab somewhere. Like I say, all of the physicality. And that's one thing that I knew Trent Baalke was going to do when he took over here. He, he is all about being physical. He's all about being big. Those those traits I talk about. Big, fast, physical. I saw all that today, and I, and I, and I just want to say this to close the show. I know it's low-hanging fruit, but I'm going to say it anyway. Urban Meyer, you got to be the biggest dummy in the world to mess that up. All you had to do was just get out of your own way and all of that. Could have you could have gotten credit for it, but now you're not here anymore. But guess what? The Jaguar fans, and this is all for you. You're still going to end up. Get, I think you're still going to end up in a real good position. So far, so good. We got to make sure we let it play out. Don't rush the process and just let it be what it's going to be. But as far as day ones go, you could not be any better, and it could not have gone any better than today. I'll go out again tomorrow and give you more and talk about day two. We'll make sure that we go over all of that for you here on Locked On Jaguars. Until then, you guys take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and make sure you come back and make sure, make yourself an every day, and we'll see you on Locked On. First, make sure you go check out Locked On NFL as well to check out all of the things that are going on from around the league. That is the go-to podcast once, once you leave Locked On Jaguars. It's Locked On NFL. It's free on YouTube to subscribe on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast, make sure you check it out and don't miss an episode. All right. Till tomorrow, we'll check you out the next time. I am Tony Wiggins and we'll see you on Locked on Jaguars.